This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And what is happening in San Diego? We welcome you into the Wednesday edition of Gwyn and Chris. 201 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby broadcasting on San Diego's number one sports talk station, number one station overall in the afternoons. We appreciate that very much, all you great listeners out there. Yes, sir. It is 97.3, the fan. You can also watch on YouTube or stream. Go to search, rather, 97.3, the fan. Make sure you subscribe to that channel. And you can watch the program as we uh, as we give you the uh, the rundown of the sports world each and every afternoon, starting at two o'clock today. A full four hour show with you on the radio and on the stream. Uh, Bryce Miller from the San Diego Union Tribune will be on the program today. We also have a uh, rate the radio call this afternoon and a new segment, <laughs> Fantasy Sports Court, is coming up a little bit later in the program. Is this I a am... twist to? Um... Regular sports. The regular it's a, sports a spin-off. Yeah, spin spin-off. Spin-off. Scraby's got call. a spin-off show right. for I think us. we might like this one better than the original. Both we'll are see. good, but we we'll see. We will see. I am uh, just happy I remember to show up for the show. Uh, I, I'm, on a, I'm on one of those streaks right now. Of course, yesterday we talked about my disaster with the uh, losing my car keys and then misplacing my phone in the garage in the middle of the night last uh, Sunday night. and So I got through that okay. But uh, today, I went to, I uh, was given the assignment, a little honeydew, and the assignment from uh, my wife, Lori, was to go to Lowe's and make some keys, make some new keys. This was a uh, an extension of me losing my keys the other night. <laughs> this, this is part She's of the like, ramifications yes, of losing e- your keys. Even yes. though I got them back, or I will be getting them back, they're being mailed back to me from Portland where I left them. But uh, even though I'm getting them back, this gave her the idea that we better double up on yeah, every key ab- that we absolutely. that we have. Absolutely. So I went to Lowe's today. It's about a 10-minute drive. Not too bad. Got to Lowe's, got out of the car, walked all the way to the door of Lowe's before I realized I never brought the keys that I needed to copy. Wow. I thought you were going to say wallet. I mean, unbelievable. I thought for sure he's going wallet. A wallet? No. I had my wallet. So you didn't have the keys that you needed to have copied. The key that I needed to to copy. So, I mean, just an absolute total bonehead move. Oh, man. So (laughs) you had to go back home. Had to go back home, get the key, go back to Lowe's, and then... uh, you know, I uh, kind of was running a little late then to get to work. I got to work about uh, 25 minutes ago, forgot my lunch. 
Luckily, I live close, and I went back home and had to get my lunch. Oh. I'm forgetting everything. Wait, so just I think the, a key question in all this is yes. when you forgot the key that you needed to have copied. Yeah. Was Lori home? Oh, no. Oh, no, she doesn't know. But unless she's listening right now, she doesn't know that I that I made that, an, too. that I made an erroneous drive to Lowe's. Would you do like some sort of mission impossible entry into your house if she was home so that she didn't see Slip you? Slip in there yeah. Yeah. St- very stealth yes, and try to get yes. the key and go back out? Yeah. I, it's just I don't know. It's just embarrassing to be me right now. But uh, yeah, you are on a, you're on a heater right now. I know. I know. I, I I like I said. I'm I'm happy. I remember to to come for the show. So uh, we'll see how where things go from here. Uh, Scraby's uh, panic level is reaching uh, unknown heights now that the Angels have uh, hired Ron Washington as their new manager. As Scraby will tell us here, that is another manager off the board. And it is another day closer to his self-imposed deadline for A.J. Preller to have a manager in place by next Monday. Scraby hasn't told us what he's going to do if A.J. doesn't have a manager in place by next Monday. But um, I'm not going to do anything. The panic continues. The panic continues for you. The Padres still don't have a manager. The Angels do. Oh no! That's a that's a uh, that's, submarine. Yes, sinking. Is. No, it's not. Well, I might might be sinking. It's diving. It's diving. Yes, diving. It's not yes, sinking. Yeah. I don't know that that's a panic signal. Yeah, but, I don't uh, want that to be misconstrued as me saying that was like the Padres' manager hopes or anything. But you're but, you're still very concerned about all of this. Why? And, but, uh, but but like why Ron Washington was a candidate for the Padres' job before Bob Melvin. Why I, I just don't understand why he wasn't even in the running for it. Now he's the Angels man. He very well could have been there. in the running for the Padres job. Again, but the, another you're just another, paying, another good name is off the board, and the Padres are still trying to find their manager. First, I'm I'm hmm. extremely happy for for Ron Washington. He is he's a good dude, right? Name. Yeah. But I, I have to say this: it, there was there was uh, this kind of like build up behind the scenes at least on our side where you you start to kind of hear things that there may have may have or may have been something in his uh past that that was preventing him from getting a job well he had it, been it, he had been linked to some cocaine use many many years ago right. but that that seemed to kind of be eased away when he was hired as manager of the Rangers and uh, was very successful there for many years. I mean, and the, seems to has gotten his act together. Right. So, the, the, and this goes beyond those. those oh, even things. beyond that. And, okay. and, and the point is, is that these reports come out that clearly aren't true, or the Angels have felt comfortable enough, whatever it was, to 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 give this uh, man another shot. But yeah. nonetheless, he is a great. I think it's a great hire for the Angels. It's a great so, hire. He's 71 years old, which is the perfect age for a manager now in Major right. League Baseball. It has shifted. Yes. I mean, uh, he won two AL pennants with the Rangers, never was able to quite uh, capture the World Series. But uh, Ron Washington should help the Angels. Now, of course, what's going to hurt the Angels is the fact that Shohei Otani became a free agent this week. and. The rumors continue to circulate about where he's going to wind up. Uh, the Padres, to their side of it, at least according to what we're hearing, doesn't seem like it's a priority. And I never thought it was going to be something the Padres are able to do. Let's just put one and one together and hope that we come up with two. Uh, on one hand, the Padres are supposedly have to reduce payroll. On the other hand, Shohei Otani is going to be maybe the most expensive free agent in the history of the sport. 
In this case, one plus one equals zero because <laughs> right. the Padres can't have one both minus of those. One, right? right? Yeah, they can't do both of those things. They can't. They can't lower payroll and sign one of the most expensive free agents in the history of the sport. And I think the moves we just saw, the the, the with the declining of options and in, in yeah. the way that we saw it. Yeah, just get used to this I, I, for a while. I think that if further leads you down the path of of yeah, maybe they are trying to get. Uh, the payroll down to two hundred million. By the way, two hundred million is still a lot of money. Still a pretty it's good still, payroll. It's still going to be a, yeah. one of the higher payrolls. Don't want to hear anybody complaining if that's what it winds up being. And right. uh, you know there are going to be some subtractions from last year's team. There's absolutely no way around that. But it doesn't mean that there's not going to be some additions. You know, just because, and this is what I'm trying to get everybody to understand with AJ Preller and this manager search. Just because somebody doesn't think it may happen on Twitter doesn't mean in the world of A.J. Preller that it's not in the works to happen. Right. And, and if you haven't learned that by now, you haven't been paying attention. And that's why I say, maybe it will be Mike Schilt. Maybe it will be Ryan Flaherty. Maybe it will be Benji Gill. But don't be surprised if A.J.'s doing something else, or at least looking into something else. Uh, now that the general manager meetings are underway, that's kind of what the Padres are using as a reason why they're holding off on the managerial search for a few days in order to concentrate on this. But I believe the managerial thing is not over yet for the Padres because A.J. Preller still wants to investigate a few more opportunities. Yeah, I mean, it, it, if the Padres haven't hired a manager, it's it's for good reason, that they, they haven't narrowed down exactly who they want to go with at this point. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they uh, need to panic, Scrabe. That yeah, but Scrabe needs Ron to panic. Washington Scrabe only knows two... <laughs> Yeah. See, Scraby only knows two levels. One is calm. Two is total panic, baby. That's not true at all. Flipping out. We've 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 kind of been here before, waiting for a manager to be chosen. And one time it was a very very pleasant surprise with Bob Melvin. The other time it was kind of underwhelming. Not even kind of under. It was very underwhelming with Jay Stingler. So we're one for we're one for one. In but in this. each in one each, for two. It, one for now two, listen, sorry, you yeah, can have right. the debate on whether those were the right picks or not. But in each situation, the Padres got their man right. They wanted Jace Tingler right. It, it, it was rumored, I think, what Ron Washington and Jace Tingler is what I remember it coming down to. They went with Jace, but that was who they wanted. It wasn't like they had to settle for an option. They got to pick who they wanted. In Bob Melvin's situation. He wasn't even on the board, and it, it, it like fell into their lap. So, um, if if you're concerned that too many people are coming off the board, just understand that the board is rather lengthy. Yeah, it's, it's not like there's only six candidates and, out there on the planet, and the candidates and four of them have been taken. The candidates that have gone so far weren't even on the board to begin with. For the Padres, no, right. they weren't. So, yeah, I don't really understand your panic here. Um, I, and I know some other people are getting concerned, and they're and they're writing to you on uh, direct message, they do, they and do. they're fueling your fire. Well, because this and, is and real. This is real. This is real about it. It's not real. No, this is a this. Uh, do I want to get this dramatic? No. Yes, I do. Oh no, no. This might be one of the, this might be. The most important decision in Padres franchise history oh is this God. manager. Oh, my goodness. Because they had all the people last year lined up for a deep run in the playoffs and maybe even a World Series title. Didn't happen. That team is not going to be here this year. If they have another bad year in 2024, 
they have no other choice but to just start over. Oh, so that's where we're going. So we got, first of all, you, it's not going to be able that easy just to start over with some of the contracts they already I know, have. So, I know. I so know you're that, saying that you're going to throw everything in the trash if they if they struggle in 2024. I would agree with you that for AJ Preller, this is a very important moment in his tenure. He needs to get the right manager. He needs to show that he can work with a a manager, whoever it is. And, you know, alleviate some of the issues that came up last year with Bob Melvin. I, I think I really do believe that Peter Seidler is at least that aware of what happened in 2023 and wants to make sure it doesn't happen again. And if it does happen again and the team slumps and doesn't make the postseason, I would think that A.J. Preller might have to look over his shoulder. But as far as the rest of the organization, what are you going to do? Just cut loose Manny Machado on this long contract? You're going to cut no, loose I mean, Fernando and this long contract? You're going to cut loose Darvish and Cronenworth and Musgrove and everybody Bogarts, else? Yeah. I mean, you're talking about, you say, well, just start over. I, I, I don't they see don't that being over. the case at all. They, they're committed for 10 years to have this as a core of their team. I, 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 don't, I don't disagree with that. Well, I don't. All right. I don't, so, but I'm, I, I just think that after last year, this this upcoming 2024 season is incredibly important for the franchise. I don't disagree I don't with disagree that. with that either. I don't disagree with that, but almost every year seems to be the most important year of that. I mean, they carry more and more importance as we get, go along. Yeah. Well, uh, real quick, Chris, I wanted to bring this up because this was on the stream. You were talking about your keys earlier, and you went to Lowe's to go make a key, mm-hmm. and then you forgot the actual keys at home, so you had to go home, get the keys, go back. Yeah. Well, Jose told a really funny story. He said, I remember one time my mom was panicking because she couldn't find her keys. Then she was screaming of that I wasn't helping her looking for her keys. And as she is screaming at me, I'm looking straight at her hands, and she had her keys in her hands the whole time. Yeah. That's pretty funny. That's that's not the only thing that would have been worse for me is if I would have gone back home and realized that I had my keys the whole time. (laughs) But I actually did not have them. Good story, Jose. Thank you, Jose. Uh, By the way, one last thing to throw in there on the Padre managerial search. Evidently, the president of Mexico today... Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. Gave Benji Gill a uh, a pop in his speech. He gave him and his endorsement. I think an endorsement and said the Padres need to hire Benji Gill, prompting, of course, this reaction as we all wait for Joe Biden to support either Mike Schilt or Ryan Flair. I don't know that that'll be happening, but the president of Mexico has supported Benji Gill. So if that matters, then Benji Gill gets a little uh, little uptick in the uh, potential. Benji Gill is very popular amongst That's the fans. That's what we talked about. I think south of the border, he's very, very popular, and I think everybody would love to see him uh, come to San Diego and be the Padres manager, but you know, we'll have to... Scrabby, didn't you tell us that yesterday? Wasn't that? Did we talk about that on the show? I believe so. Yes. What the, the president the of Mexico? Pres- yeah, we they, did. Yeah, yeah. I think Carl we did. Sheffers was there. <laughs> All right. So, so no, basically, it, you're it telling me like that I've forgotten segment. even that. <laughs> no, it was like it was more in passing. It was than an anything. aside. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I know how much you tune me out when I start talking. So. Yes, that's. Uh, <laughs> are you done now? <laughs> I'm done. Yes. All right. Like yeah. I said, good show lined up today. Bryce Miller from the UT will join us. We have uh, rate the radio call. We have a new uh, fantasy sports court. A little later on our regular segments the daily gambit chris versus the fans the big five that is a lot to pack into four full hours with you together until six o'clock gwen and chris chrisello tony gwen jr matt scraby underway on 97.3 the fan call from mom answer it 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. With the Padres, they laid out their plan for next year, which obviously included, you know, a, a lineup that is definitely includes Juan Soto. He's their one 900 OPS player. And, you know, they're, they're obviously looking for more left-handed bats rather than less. It's always sunny on Scott Boris's side. Yeah. You He's their just... one 900 OPS <laughs> you, player. You Notice that. how he snuck that in there. <laughs> oh, boy, we better re-sign him. You caught that. Huh? Yeah, that's, I caught that's that. That's that agent speak right that there. That is agent speak for he, sure. He, he definitely um, – Listen, he's he's the best. One of these at the top of the food chain when it comes to he is. that particular job and that skill set, and that is why those little impromptu. Listen, Scott Boris is the only agent that I can think of that ha- that every year at a GM meeting and at the winter meetings there is like a Scott Boris yeah scrum. No, I every mean, year. I don't you, think there's any other agent like that. I would think most agents are trying to track down general managers at the winter meetings, trying to get in front of the general manager so they can talk about their clients. It's the opposite with Scott Boris. No. He just walks down the hallway and general managers go running after him. He has the clients that yeah. teams that want. Teams want. And, and <laughs> a lot of times, he's not, I shouldn't say a lot of times, in some occasions, on some occasion, he is not even dealing with a GM. He's dealing with an owner. Yeah. And so he, he's playing a different ball game. But I know a lot of us ask, or some of us ask anyway, why would you want Scott Boris as your agent? He he makes you look bad. He makes you out to be the best. That's not the way anybody thinks, and that's not the way you would think if you were a player. Absolutely What you not. would be thinking is, let me get a guy who's going to do the best job representing me and getting me the best deal possible. This is what agents are for. They are they're actually they, exposed. They're supposed to. Yeah. Expect it to be the bad guy for yes. you. And you may look like the bad guy a little bit in the media because nobody says Scott Boros is holding out for more money. What they say is Blake Snell, for example, is holding out for more money. So the player has to take a little bit of the hit in that regard. But 
I think all of us would want a Scott Boris representing us. I would love to be able to call him and say, hey, my contract is up. Scott, would you mind calling Adam and setting something up <laughs> for the next couple of years moving forward and I then think, just get out of the way? I don't have to do anything. I think he might eat Adam alive. Literally. Oh, poor Adam. <laughs> I will say this. I, can, I, I bet think you if I had anyone alive. Do you think That's if I had, point. Do you think if I had Scott Boros as my agent for, for the radio job, that that would just automatically guarantee me some more money? Yes. Yeah. I think just walking into the room? Yes. <laughs> just him walking in Immediately. there? Immediately. Yeah. Here's he probably a, does. Here's, I could make the argument that he is so good at his job that he might be the one agent that when a player does hold out, teams and media will be like, Oh, Scott Boris. It's a Scott Boris agent, so I'm not blaming the player. He might be the one agent that gets that leeway. I'm not going to blame the player. We played that sound mainly because Juan Soto was involved, and you start to see some of the lists that they are being put together in terms of where free agents land. And now, obviously, Juan's not a free agent, but a lot of conversation about him possibly being moved. As I I said earlier today when I did a a hit in Chicago – I don't see because the Cubs are one of the teams that are rumored to be uh, Juan Soto suitors, if you will. Yes, they're also, uh, according to Bob Nightingale, supposed to be very aggressive when it comes to Otani. That's right. So That's right. just so, something to keep in mind. I mean, could the Cubs end up getting both of those they guys? They absolutely have the money to do it. Yeah, they they, they haven't been spending like that in a little bit. So yeah, they, they're going to lose Bellinger. Yep. So, so I I think yeah. it's it's. As I said, I don't think Juan Soto is going anywhere as long as the Padres are. We're in position to get to postseason. It, it come it, and I, it certainly not. I don't think he's going anywhere during this offseason. I think he's going to be far more valuable come um, trade deadline time, where you know. And hopefully, we still have him at trade deadline time, and, that's what and I'm we're saying. in a position where we don't want if to trade him if they're in position to. to get to postseason, perhaps make a deep run, he's not going anywhere either. And I think he's the type of player, barring he has you know a, a terrible start to the season, he's one of those guys that you're, if your team is in it, you're willing to take, you know, bite the bullet and go to the postseason and risk getting nothing for him yeah. if you don't well, win. Well, if we win the World Series and he's riding down Harbor Boulevard in a parade next, uh, you know, November – I don't care if he leaves here, and we have to pay money for him to leave here. You <laughs> that's know, my it won't point. matter to me. He, if they're in striking distance, he's not going. He anywhere. You're going to get a and, whole and that's season. That's what you hope the Padres are able to do. Yeah. It's just a matter of what they're going to have to get rid of in order to keep him, Tony. And that's what uh, you know. It's got to be a bit of a concern. The Padres are going to have to do. We we knew they're going to have to do a better job on the supporting cast anyway. But they're really going to have to dig and make the right decisions on their supporting cast this year because they don't have the money to just throw at everybody. Right. So, you know, the, the, the decisions that are made in terms of what that looks like, you got to hit on them. Like, they, right. they, they can't be misses because you don't have the extra, you know, capital that you've had the past few years to kind of yeah. cover that up if, if need be. It, the, the decisions that are made in terms of, what the roster is going to look like because it's it's not just supporting cast now because basically what has transpired in the, this week is that it's it's supporting cast and basically a rotation. Yeah, you know, right. You, you, who's going to pitch? You gotta you gotta fix that part. Your yeah, who's going to pitch? A, your bullpen got a little lighter with Hader as a free agent. Not to say he can't resign. Nick Martinez is now uh, a free agent uh, based on uh, the news we got on Monday. So. Uh, there's a lot to be done, 
First of which, though, has to be a, a manager. And uh, they you know what I was thinking just now? <laughs> what were you thinking? Oh, I was goodness. watching. Uh, what is? Isn't this? it time it's, for a break? Intentional almost, talk. We're, we're almost, almost there. there. Intentional talk, right? Yes. So they they were holding up a sign of the you saw the top four the teams top remaining. four teams for managers remaining and did you peep where they had the Padres number three they did the Astros number two they had the Angels number one yeah which why? doesn't count because why? they can take that off the board. right but why is how why is that the most yeah why was that more important no right. I don't know but what I'm trying to say here is that there are a lot of Good teams that need a manager, like the Cubs, like the Astros. Cubs don't need a manager. Craig Cubs. Oh, your duh. Manager. Not yeah. Cubs. I mean the Brewers. That's why I meant. Brewers need one, yes. Um, but I feel like that's why there needs to be a little sense of urgency. There are good teams that managers will want to take over. All right, I'll stop with my sense of urgency stuff. Again, it, it, it's not just about there being a manager available. What we do know now is that it has to be the right fit. It has to be, the, so you can't just even if it's like, you know, let's 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 give all the managers like an overall rating. Even if it's a ninety nine rating in terms of manager, if the piece doesn't fit, doesn't mesh with what the Padres have here, is it is it worth going through? No, not only is that manager going to have to fit what the Padres have, the manager's going to have to fit what AJ Preller thinks. I mean, that's that in itself could take a while to sort out. Not even what he thinks, but just at least see baseball in the same right. way. Yes, you similar know? ideas. Right, and so that's that's important. I think I think we've we've determined based on how things transpired prior that that's probably something that has to be at the top. Scraby, of the you're priority correct list. that some names have come off the board, but there's so many names still on the board. I mean, there's and just, I'm not just saying way like too the, many names on the board to be concerned right now. I don't think that the Padres have to hire the big name. But the big names are often associated with guys that are have track records of success. And I'm okay with a new manager as long as that person is qualified for the job. I, I don't mind that. But I want them to have some... Are you insinuating that somebody's got a job that wasn't qualified for it? Is that what you're insinuating? I mean, I'm sitting in the room with two people. What, we're not qualified for our job? Is that, that what you're trying to say? Really yeah, I was trying to figure I didn't know what I was. I didn't know if you were talking about us. You are talking about yourself. And once again, you guys get yeah. a glimpse into what we put up Ooh, with that and why we, why we are flat. very, very quick to take shots at Scrapey when we can. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty bad. Yeah, guys. all of you. People I don't know what's going on with my mouth right now. <laughs> I mean, all of you people that defend Scraby to the hilt because you think we're too mean to him, please take note and what he just said. Yep. Where's my brain? Yeah, and so now he's deflecting with all these sounders. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's trying to make it doing. funny. He's no, to, I'm he's... not insinuating anybody. In no, the you hurt my feelings get... now. I'm going to go pout in the corner like That's you did fine. for two hours no, yesterday. Let's get to break. When we come D- back, Bryce Miller joins us. Out for two hours yesterday. Pretty much. You were pretty irritated. Yeah, going and Chris on the way. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Just keeping with my theme of the day, I almost forgot to rejoin the show. 
Uh, 2.37 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. If you don't believe me, you can tune in and watch and see us here. Uh, go to YouTube and uh, search for 97.3 The Fan. You can enjoy watching the stream now. We're in our third week of television coverage of the uh, program. Also, of course, uh, you can listen uh, in any number of ways. Terrestrial radio still works. Yeah, of course. Talked to a friend of mine the other night up in Long Beach. Uh, well, he works in Long Beach. Their basketball team was in Portland, where I was. They'll be see you when I get back. And uh, that's right. He was just saying. He goes, I. He had just moved up to Long Beach from San Diego, and he goes, you know, I can't listen to the show anymore. I'm really upset about that. And I said. I don't know. There's a million ways you can follow the show, right? You can yeah. download the Odyssey app. Mm-hmm. You can go to our webpage, 97.3thefanst.com. He goes, I'm old school. I still like to turn the radio on. <laughs> and I said, yeah, understood. Understood. Fair enough. I hey, still like to listen to the that. radio, too, but I know most people don't Does he, he? So he's tried, because I, I have been up that way before, and I have got our station all the way up to Disneyland before. Yeah. yeah. Disneyland yeah. is south of Long Beach, yeah. but, uh, but thanks how much for the south? effort. Uh, like thanks for miles. the effort. Yeah, like 15, well, you have to drive another 15, 15 20 miles. 15, 25 miles. So that, that might take it out of Maybe range. That's the, the so difference. he needs to come to Disneyland and just park and listen. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I totally get that uh, there are fewer and fewer people listening on terrestrial radio, but there are more and more of you that uh, join us on the streams and on the uh, podcasts and on the uh, the webpage and on Odyssey app and uh, hopefully on YouTube as well. Uh, we're going towards 6 o'clock this evening. Bryce Miller of the San Diego Union-Tribune is going to join us here in just a minute to talk about a variety of different things going on in America's finest city. Uh, we will have a Daily Gambit. We will have a Big Five. We will have a Chris for... Anyway, it's all coming up on the program. Uh, Lakers back in action tonight, Tony? Yes, indeed. The Rockets. In Houston to take Houston. on the Rockets. That means another uh, matchup of LeBron James and his favorite uh, defender, Dylan Brooks, right? Oh, of Houston. Dylan the villain. Dylan the villain and LeBron head-to-head. I saw LeBron had some nice things to say about Dylan the villain today. Said he's uh, one of his uh, toughest defenders. Dylan the villain, of course, didn't say anything nice about LeBron. Of course not. He said... I'm ready to lock him down. <laughs> I'm ready. Yes. Who is lo- who has ever locked down LeBron James? No one. It's never happened no in the history of basketball. No one at all. The guy has scored over ten points for like sixteen straight years. He in every game he, at least. Uh, Dylan the villain started in his Dylan the villain mode. Yeah. And then I think he started to have second thoughts because as that interview went on, he went on to kind of like backtrack and say some nice things. Oh, about he him tried to play well to ease at the... his age and this. Yeah, okay. But, you know. He's he... playing well at his age. That's a very nice thing <laughs> a little, to say. A little backhand compliment. That sounds pretty backhanded to me. A couple of NFL notes. Tyler Bajan or Tyson Bajan, I mean, the uh, Bears quarterback will start again in the Thursday night game against Carolina. Justin Fields still has not been cleared to play. Uh, Falcons will go once again with Taylor Heineke as Desmond Ritter is not quite ready to go. And uh, Ryan Tannehill has to adjust to life He's a now, backup now. Officially as a backup. Uh, will Levis, uh, or as Marcus McNeil called him, Will Levi's, <laughs> will start for Tennessee this weekend against Tampa Bay. So a couple of quick NFL notes. Jamar Chase is questionable for our fantasy game this week. Scrape. 
Uh, I'm worried, man. Yeah, I I've been telling be. you guys all season long that I, I'm worried about the uh, the downfall. Yeah, the team. eventual collapse of your team. Yeah. yeah, it happens pretty much every year. So I can we certainly understand. To come. I can certainly understand why you're worried about it. But uh, you and I will go head to head. You may not have Jamar Chase. I know you don't have Travis Kelsey this week because he's on a bye. Ooh. So uh, I need to go find Kelsey and Chase. I don't even think about replacing him. Yeah, you the also week. don't have DeAndre Swift because he's on a bye. So, That's fine. Uh, That's fine. Uh, I got Keaton Mitchell. This might be a long week for you, Scrape. Uh, I hope so. Keaton I hope Mitchell. So. Another loss, another win for me. Uh, we'll be a tied at the top of the standings. There, I am buddy. nervous. Yeah. I Tony Wynn Jr. has been uh, just racing through the competition because... The competition never scores a point against him. Good so, D, baby. Yeah, good he's got D. a great fantasy defense. we got a great columnist in San Diego. <laughs> Goes by the name of Bryce Miller and uh, comes on the program from time to time to catch us up on stuff. Bryce, how are you today? Thanks for joining us. I'm doing well. Uh, how are you guys? We are good. We are excellent. I want to start with something a little off. Uh, I'll leave the Padres to Tony, but the wave – who we haven't talked as much, we didn't talk about as much this season as we did last year, Tony, but the Wave uh, FC had a chance to advance to the championship game, uh, I guess it was Sunday night, and lost at home to uh, the uh, Rain, uh, 1-0, and uh, some people thought that means the San Diego curse continues, Bryce. What say you? They got they got close to getting to a championship game on their home field, but they're unable to take advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, if that's that legitimizes the wave on the sports scene by saying they're part of the curse. So sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it was it was a uh, it was a missed opportunity, a chance to play for a title uh, in your own backyard, and um, they had that uh, they had that available to them and, and weren't able to get it done. So um, you know, they had a good season. They won the regular season title, um, but. Yeah, sure. San Diego Curse, I'll buy it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Bryce, uh, obviously, you know, that wave loss comes on the heels of a bunch of other weird things that have been happening here in San Diego in terms of their sports team. Padres in search for uh, a new manager at this point. Um, my my good friend Scraby here is, is quite worried about uh, the time it has taken, but they seem to be kind of locking in on, uh, on some guys that are in the organization and maybe a couple out. Yeah, I think, I think the delay has something to do with David Ross being surprisingly available. And, and Kevin Acey, my colleague at the UT, has reported that they want to at least explore that option uh, in terms of they've already interviewed, obviously, the three still available candidates. Um, but that, that could explain the delay a little bit. Uh, but you've also got the complication of the GM meetings and free agency and the off-season moves are going to start to pile up here pretty quick. And um, all of it on the timeline together is it's better to kind of more cleanly move into this, you know, as you're starting to rec- recruit and try to sign pitchers and do the kind of things the Padres need to do this off-season. It'd be nice for them to say, Hey, here's our new manager. Do you want to talk to this guy a little bit? Um, but right now they're not in that position. But it just—you got to think it's any day now, and I mean it almost has to be. Bryce Miller is with us from the San Diego Union Tribune. Bryce, uh, a who would you like to see, or what kind of guy would you like to see as manager of the Padres? And uh, and B. 
Do you think the fact that they haven't made a decision yet could have something to also to do with the fact that A.J. Preller is out there kicking the tires on some names that have not been mentioned yet? Uh, you never know. He's, he's a tire kicker. That's for sure. Uh, there's, there's no, there's no doubt. If he sees a tire, he's going to kick it. Um, uh, you know, I'm on the record of saying, you know, of the available candidates we knew about, this was pre Benji Gill, but, um, Mike Schill, just the, not just the experience, but, uh, although I think that's significant, uh, you know, he, he's won, uh, with Cardinals. He's been with an organization like that, that, made it to the playoffs and won every year. Um, so that, you know, he's proven he can do that uh, at that level. And I think that's important, especially after uh, the Padres went through a couple of first-time managers. Uh, that that might be through no fault of Ryan Flaherty's. That might be the negative that he'll, that will chase him a little bit, but, you know, could he be Jace Tingler 2.0? That's not really fair to him. And maybe he would do a great job, but, but I, you know, I wrote a column that said I think experience matters, and that's true. And and Benji Gill is a really interesting in the middle kind of choice with what he did in the WBC with Team Mexico, and so it gets it gets interesting. And as you said, the, the chief tire kickers out there, so you don't know what tires are in jeopardy. <laughs> Bryce Bryce Miller joins us here, you your Tribute, and, and Bryce. Uh, aside from having to pick a manager. Uh, all of a sudden, yeah. the the rotation and, and the bullpen has yeah. gotten a little bit lighter. That's on top of already needing to kind of fill out the roster on the position player side. And that's on top of the decision about Juan Soto. Now, I think that's probably not high on the priority list considering he signed up through this year. But those other things, specifically the pitching side, is kind of a, a, a new thing that has popped up. Yeah, and that all of that is on top of the Padres needing to cut some payroll. Right. At least that's our understanding of their plan. And, um, you know, I think the dominoes are, it just becomes harder and harder to imagine them, you know, keeping Juan Soto if they need starting pitching and needing it, you know, not one starting pitcher, not two, possibly three uh, at this point. So how much can you invest in any one player, even if he's one of the best hitters of his generation, if you don't have a rotation, it uh, makes it trickier. And so I, th- I think all those things are kind of interconnected. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, and I've said I was one of the first ones to write, you know, I think they should trade Juan Soto in this offseason. And, and that was before the, the rotation got as, as fragile as it is. But you could you could probably easily go out there and get two potential starters out of a deal with Juan Soto. And, how do you not consider that? I mean, you, there are other needs with this team. What do you look like in center field, DH? What's the situation at first base? But first and more foremost, you have to have pitching, and right now they need that. And um, once you kind of stir in the, the financial piece of it, it, it's hard to imagine Juan Soto here next year. But, again, you never quite know what's going on in A.J. Preller's head and, and where they're at financially. But because of the overages and the loss of – the TV money and, and no playoff revenue, there's there's a lot of reasons to say they've got to be very, very smart and strategic in this offseason. 
Bryce, how much do we know about the health and the uh, input coming from the ownership and Peter Seidler right now? I mean, I think all of us are kind of concerned on a personal level that he's all right. Yeah. Uh, and also concerned on a team level that, you know, some of these things may have happened this year. Some of the, you know, the, the issues that were reported may have been cleaned up had Peter Seiler been able to pay a little closer attention or at least be a little more hands-on. What do we know about Peter Seidler's ownership of this team moving forward? That's a really fair question because of all the decisions and the, and the decisions that he generally triggers. Um, we don't know much. Um, Peter, knowing him away from the spotlight a little bit, uh, he's, he's very private when it comes to personal things, health, family, those, those sort of things, which you, you respect that, but just kind of that vacuum of not hearing from him on some of these big decisions is, is a little bit concerning. I, I don't think there's any other way to kind of frame that. And uh, it's just unclear where he's at health-wise and how that impacts what they're doing with the manager, how they're making decisions about payroll. What what does that mean with Juan Soto, as we just talked about? I mean, there's there's it's such an important off-season, but, but you raise a point that I think is most important. You just hope, uh, first and foremost, above absolutely everything else, that he's doing well and, and yeah. you know, heading the right direction because um, th- this is a guy who just hasn't been, uh, you know, an advocate and a cheerleader by reaching into his own pocket to try to make this a winning baseball city. Um, but his work with the homeless community and, and, and lots of other reasons, he's, he's, he's a really important person in San Diego, and that goes beyond baseball. No doubt. Bryce Miller, one last thing, Bryce, before we let you go. They just had the Breeders' Cup uh, this weekend at uh, Santa Anita up in L.A. And uh, just a reminder to everybody, you know, we do have world-class horse racing in this city, and the Breeders' Cup is heading back to Del Mar for 2024 and for 2025. What does that mean to our community, and should we we give it a little more credence? Well, it's it's a big deal on a couple levels, and and one, they, the Breeders' Cup hasn't. And for those who are unfamiliar, you know, the Kentucky Derby is the Super Bowl of horse racing. But I I always kind of compare the Breeders' Cup to like the World Series because it's you know it's inning by inning, race by race, and and it gets the drama kind of builds. Um, it's a two day, fourteen race, thirty one million dollars at stake um, thing. But it brings people from all over the world and as you know, there's sheiks and private jets and it infuses a lot of money into the economy. It's a feather in Delmar's cap. They haven't had, uh, the Breeders' Cup is not awarded back-to-back uh, hosting rights since 2014. So it's by the time Delmar gets to this year, so you're right, they have it in 2024 and 25. It'll have been a, more than a decade since that had happened. And, um, you know, it's kind of the kind of a thing Delmar really Joe Harper the CEO out there Chris I know you know him well great guy um he would have he would have given a couple of uh, fingers and toes to get the Breeders Cup once and they got it in 2017 they got it again in 2021 and now they're going to have it four years over a nine-year stretch and for all those reasons who it brings uh, the kind of ripples from it the the notoriety uh, what it says about Delmar and the respect it has in the industry for not just the location, but the safety record and a lot of other reasons, it's a big deal for sure.
No doubt. Uh, Bryce Miller, a big deal. We appreciate it. Uh, Bryce, always good catching up with you. And I uh, look forward to uh, the weekly, co- the daily columns, but uh, the rest of the week. And I'll be reading. Thanks for your input. Thanks for your time. And uh, look forward to seeing you down the road Thanks, Bryce. shortly. Sounds good. Watch your, uh, watch your tires. Yes, they could be kicked. They could be kicked at any moment. Uh, Bryce Miller from the San Diego Union-Tribune. Always a pleasure having him on the program. He joins us on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. I bring up that Del Mar thing with Bryce because, you know, the 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 soccer, the women's soccer chose San Diego to host the championship match this year. That'll be the, this coming weekend. Snap Dragon, yeah. Yes, unfortunately, the Wave won't be playing in it, but uh, it, the match will be in San Diego. You've got the World Championship Horse Racing, the, the, Bell, the, the Breeders' Cup, coming here the next two years. It just underscores what I've always believed, Tony. If we ever could, ever could build a first-class, world-class sports arena or sports stadium in this city, how many more events would come to this town? To me, dozens and dozens would. It seems like everybody wants to come to San Diego to hold their event, but there needs to be a place for the event to be held. Yep. And we've got the place for you know the Women's Soccer Championship. We've got the place for the Breeders' Cup. Uh, these are world-class facilities, but we don't have enough for NCAA regionals, Final Four, whatever it might be that this city could have all the time if we could ever just get out of our own way. So it's a frustration that I will probably I have for a long time. I try not to think about it anymore. Yeah. Honestly. I know it's not getting any better. It's not going to change. I'm not me being concerned about it isn't going to get a building built, <laughs> no, unfortunately, no. but it just frustrates me. What happened? Me. They were they were talking about doing uh, redoing the the sports Sports arena, arena, yeah, that Stan Kroenke uh, involved in that is whatever happened to that. I don't know. I don't either. That's, That's good. great. We are we are host of a sports talk show. None of us know what's going <laughs> no, on. No, we had um, we had uh, we'll, we'll, we'll someone on. It. We'll figure it out in the break. Yeah, I'm, we'll I'm not figure it out in the break. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to claim anything because that's what breaks are for yeah. for us to figure stuff out. Exactly. I see. Exactly. All right. Uh, it's not our job to know about the real estate stuff going on in San Diego. I see. But, it's but this not, is an arena, though. So I mean, yeah, I think it is our job to know that stuff. All right, trying to give us an out. Well, we we need one. All right. We'll figure it out in the break. That's what we do best. And then Gwen and Chris comes back. Three o'clock hour kicks off with the Daily Gambit. Stick around. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.